We are live with the college dropout turn Christian hip hop hit maker, viral TikToker Henrik. This is CHH Hysteria. I am your host, Cole. And I'm your co host, Cooper. Yeah, so we are here with the one and only Henrik. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on our show today. It means a lot. Man, I'm hyped to be here, man. I love you guys, man. You guys are awesome. So I'm, this is fun. I'm excited. Hey, yeah, we, we appreciate all the support you've shown us. Like, it really means a lot, I can say, um, especially to Cooper. <laughs> um, but before we, get, before we get too deep into um, talking about the music, I just want to learn a little bit more about, like, who you are as a person, you know? So, like, go ahead and, like, tell us your story and, like, how you came to know Jesus. I know it's broad, but, like, take it how you want. Dude, let's, freaking, <laughs> let's freaking do it, man. I, I'll try not to go on for too long. But anyway, yeah, I'm 19, uh, born and raised in Jersey, South Jersey. Shout out 856. All my homies know the code. You know, we out here. Um, so I was born and raised in Jersey, same, lived in the same house my whole life. I'm a pastor's kid, man. So you know how it goes. Pastor's kid, you know, usually uh, – kind of a, a a trash kid you know we because we're the pastor's kids so i i wasn't a trash kid but i kind of kind of growing up i didn't really know what my faith was i was kind of just going through it man going through the motions because i thought because i was pastor's kid that i was automatically like so close to jesus but i don't know, even know i would just kind of i remember throughout all of middle school and early high school, I would kind of just listen to Christian rap and stuff. And I thought that I was a Christian because of it. And that's all I really did. But outside of that, bro, I was kind of just doing whatever I wanted. Uh, obviously, you know, struggle with lust, you know, porn, stuff like that. You know, most people, how it goes. Um, and just not really, I didn't know Jesus, bro. Um, and then a lot of stuff happened with my family. Uh, I will not disclose to respect my family. But uh, so I ended up not going to church for a a little bit in high school um and that was probably the farthest away I've ever been from God and then um probably my around my freshman year um I met this dude named Josh and did you guys know are you familiar with Young Life the ministry do you know about it okay okay so it's like a high school ministry and the, the goal of it is to kind of this is a funny story. So the goal of it is to introduce like high schoolers to Jesus, like that don't know know Jesus. So primarily like the party kids or stuff, and just basically anybody who has doesn't know Jesus. And so since I was a pastor's kid, you know, I had the image of Christian kids. So I was come up to this this guy Josh. He came up to me. He's like, bro, listen, we're trying to get these high schoolers to know Jesus, but we need some students on board. So I came on board to help introduce kids to Jesus. And I didn't even really know Jesus, but I was obviously pretending to. So, you know, whatever, doing my thing. And then this man just started pouring into me, man, and kind of introduced me to Jesus. I, for the first time, I felt like I had like a relatable kind of mentor and per person to disciple me for the first time. Um, and so I just got really involved with this ministry and, and got poured into so much and ended up giving my life to Christ, like completely my junior year of high school. So 2019. 2019 man so a couple of years ago and yeah bro that's kind of my testimony like kind of like the the short version i guess dang no that's that's super cool um you know like pretty i don't know like new as a christian but um also yeah. like know a lot because the pastor's kid that's really cool yeah bro um <laughs> yeah and i kind of talk about like a little bit after that 
you went to college for a very short time and then you dropped out <laughs> to make music. So tell us yeah, more right. about that, like your thoughts, like was it hard, do you regret it, you know, that sort of stuff. Man, oh no, I kind of regret it sort of because I was kind of being a moron when I went to college because I kind of didn't even really want to go, but I was kind of just going because my parents wanted me to and obviously I folded and I listened to them and went even though I knew I didn't want to. And so I wasted money, bro. So I got to pay my loans now, man, for the one semester. And I didn't even get any credits because I was a bum and dropped out. So I didn't even, so I wasted like, I wasted like 8K, bro. So I'm freaking kind of salty about that. But I don't, like, I don't, in a way, like, it was cool because I kind of, kind of really kind of realized that that college wasn't for me because, like, I kind of already knew, but now I know for sure, like, school is not for me, man. And that's not what I feel like I want to do or, or what I'm called to do either. Um, so, yeah, I went to college and then literally no cap, like three weeks into college, I called my parents. I was like, yo, I'm dropping out of this thing. Dude. <laughs> and they were kind of like, at first they were really like, bro, are you serious? Like they were, I thought they were kind of disappointed at first, but they ended up, they're really supportive parents, man. So they, they ended up after I kind of like explained to them my thoughts and why I wanted to do it and that I had a plan and, you know, I, been praying about it and this is what I feel like to do they kind of were more supportive and they they agreed to let me drop out and yeah that happened it was cool yeah so was you making music was that the plan or did that happen after you dropped out all right so I, I started making music in middle school and I was trash and I really loved it though so I didn't care I kept doing it I would always put out sound I was the SoundCloud rapper of my school and I was booty bro and so around my senior, dude, like, no cap. So anyway, so senior year, like going into my senior year of high school. So last year, literally a year ago, um, I kind of quit music because I realized like this is, I, well, I thought at the time I would never have a future in it, even though I was like a dream and a passion of mine. I was like, all right, this is not realistic. So I kind of gave up on that. I stopped making music my senior year. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to college for youth ministry because I like youth ministry. I, I currently do youth ministry just voluntarily, but not paid or anything. I like doing it. I love doing it, but it's not my main passion. Like my main passion was always music, but I just didn't think it was realistic. So I was like, yeah, man. So my plan was to go to college and do music at the same time. And then while I was at college, I realized like, what is the point of wasting all this money when I know I'm just going to end up doing music anyway. So I had the idea to just do full-time music literally less than a year ago. I, I dropped my first song July 3rd. They were coming up on a year of me make, like dropping my music officially as a real artist. July 31st was my first song. So right when I dropped that song and people actually liked it is when I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I want to do music because I think I, I actually believe in myself now. So it, yeah, so right before I went to college, so I dropped my song July 31st, went to college August 15th. So literally like two weeks before I went, which I had already paid and committed, I kind of realized I wanted to do music full time, but it was too late, so then I just ended up going, and then I dropped down. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. So you were going to private school. No wonder why it was eight K, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, bro, I was going to yeah Christian school, man. That stuff is expensive. <laughs> For real. Um. So you dropped Bad Dreams. That was your first song, which was fantastic. Was it like? Aww. Was it like quickly picked up, or like how did that look? Like did it like instantly start gaining traction? Yeah, bro. So that was like. That was like around the peak of like Christian TikTok. Like that was when Christian TikTok, like the community was like really booming. So like my followers, I had like probably 150K on TikTok at that time. 
way less than I have now, but my followers were so active back then. So it didn't even matter. So yeah, as soon as I dropped it, I think I got like 30K streams the first week and that was pretty cool. So yeah, instantly, bro, people were really rocking with it. So it didn't really take much time. Dang, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah, we're definitely gonna talk about TikTok in a bit. But first, um, what, <laughs> what what do you see as like your main like mission that you want to do with this music? Mm. Or do you not have one, you know? A right, mission, like uh, clarify mission, like like what's my goals or like what is the, what is the purpose of my music, like ETC? Yeah, but like a little bit of both, maybe you know, like what do you want to accomplish? Like what do you yeah. see? Ultimately, man, I want to like this is just basic. Like I want to be able to support a family from doing my art like that would be a dream of mine that would be so cool and that would be just a beautiful life just be able to support my wife and kids if I ever get a wife who knows probably not at this point it feels like but I'm only 19 whatever but um yeah support my family but also um I want to be able to stay authentic like I don't ever want to have to switch up my content or my style or just who I am to have to get money to be able to support myself like if I have to ever switch up I would just quit music. I don't think that's something I want to do. Uh, I want to be authentic and I'm spread the gospel. Those are my three goals. Support my family, be myself, and spread the gospel. And I don't think you can go wrong with, the, with that mindset, bro, to be honest. Yeah, man, that's three really solid goals that won't ever change. So that's good. So, yeah, about a month and a half ago, you dropped I Get Lonely Sometimes, which was like your debut project. It was super awesome. <laughs> Uh, so we want to talk about it so like explain to us what this project is about like what what was your heart with the project like that stuff yeah yeah bro so the whole heart with the project was kind of talking about my whole walk kind of as a christian just in general and especially the months being in college and and first moving out and being by myself like it was pretty rough and kind of lonely and i felt like i was falling into a lot of my old habits and like it was just a kind of a hard period. And I noticed just in general, all of my all of the people that message me about my music and comment on my videos, they're all saying like how they struggle with sin and and they feel depressed and like where's God and like all this stuff. And I'm like, I have the same exact feelings. So I'm gonna make a song about it because I think everybody can relate to this. Like I kind of just wanted to make a project that was just real as possible about my walk with Christ. Like I didn't wanna, I never wanna make music where I feel like I'm just trying to be like a good Christian just so people will think I'm a good Christian. Cause I feel like that doesn't really help anybody. And it's kind of lame and corny. So like, I feel like if I can be real and make songs about things that people actually relate to but maybe are kind of scared to talk about. Cause this is the way I look at it. Like I don't see myself as this awesome like Christian influencer or whatever, but people look at me like that. Like they look at me and they look up to me for some reason. And they're like, oh, this kid's such a great Christian. So if I can be honest about my struggles, this great like Christian influencer, be honest about how I struggle and fall short a lot, then people will feel like they don't have to be like ashamed or like that there's something wrong with them or something, you know what I mean? So like basically the whole heart of the project was just trying to help people, man, and be honest about myself too. Yeah, I love that. I mean, like, you're talking about, like, kind of, like, you know, you're being honest with your walk, your struggle. And I think that's something really awesome about the project. Like, if you take the sound out still, like, your lyrics, there's something about them that's, like, simple in a good way. That's, like, 
any any Christian can relate to them, but they're still like deep and personal to you and anyone that listens to it. It's really cool, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's hard to like master. You know, and, like in that you kind of already got songs like that is is dope. Um, so yeah, and then for the sound of the project, it's it's super unique. I think like you got a lot of different influences. So I'm curious to like where you got a lot of yeah. the influences. So you got like Juice World throughout. And like maybe even like two thousands pop slash rock and like better alone yeah, and I get lonely sometimes. Like, tell me about the influences. Yeah, bro. Yo, do you guys do you guys listen to Reliant? You know who Reliant K is? Do you know who that is? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've listened to them quite a bit. My wife knows them better than I do, though. Okay, wait, wait, wait. yeah. So they were like the first kind of like punk band I ever listened to, like when I was younger, because they're like a clean band and they're they're Christians. So that I was only allowed to listen to Christian music as a kid because of my parents, which I, it was fire. I was not mad about it, but that's just what happened. So they were like the first punk band I was ever into. And so I really liked their sound. And as I got older and not even as I got older this past year, punk has kind of been coming back a lot with when MGK dropped his album. And then this bull Jaden, who's like some TikToker, he makes fire punk music too. And this mod sign, there's so many guys and it inspired me so much because I used to love punk and I kind of forgot about it. And they brought it back and it reminded me how much I love it. And so I was like, let me make this because I feel like this is who I am. Because I, I used to m- try to make like really like hard rap. Like I used to try to copy like freaking, I don't even know, KB or something. I don't even know what I was doing. NF. I try to be like them. And that's not me at all. Like I'm not hard, bro, in any way. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm soft, man. So, and that's just not my style. So it was so i'm so grateful that punk kind of started to come back because it enabled me to find who i actually am as an artist because if these guys didn't start making the music they're making i don't think i would have decided to make that transition and also yeah definitely like dudes like juice world and Leroy and ian dior like bringing back this melodic sad boy sound not even bringing it back they kind of created it like bringing that into the mainstream that inspired me a lot too so guys like that like sound wise and then i kind of my goal is to take that sound that I don't hear a lot of in CHH. Like there's some guys that do it like Hovey kind of does it a little bit. And I feel like I'm going to forget somebody, other people, whatever. Let's just say other people do it too. But um, I kind of wanted to take that sound that I really enjoy and kind of just change the content. So it was like content that, you know, would actually help people instead of just kind of like whatever you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah, I love, I love the punk influence in this project. It's kind of, it's really fun. And I, I had a punk phase too, you know. I had a Mike and Mocha romance phase, <laughs> so I was like punk oh, punk, you know. <laughs> no, dude, dude, you were, so you're you're kind of almost into screamo a little bit. You kind of are on the edge a little bit. Oh, there was a very small part of my life where I liked screamo. We don't talk about that. <laughs> it was like two months. It was like two I, months. Dude, I never. Maybe I even. could never get into that. Bro. Well, I was trying to. I was trying to impress one of my friends, you know. Anyways, that's oh, a different okay. story. <laughs> that's a different story. Um. So yeah, we. I mean, you kind of talked a little bit about it, maybe, but like, what what does your creative process for this project look like, from like the beat selection to the writing to how you created the sound, you know, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So one of the people I work with on most of my music, you, you guys know Elias. Um, yeah, Elias. He used to be. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he used to be Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, really like he used Elias. To be Arrow. Yeah, he's so cool, man. One of my closest friends, and uh, his his friend Kevin Doza. They work together and they make a lot of like rock stuff and so i was friends with him so i'm like dude i really want to make this kind of music so we linked up and we made a few tracks they were fire 
and then also i just get beats from other people too that just send me beats like a lot of the trap stuff is he didn't make that that's just like other people send me beats but anything like rock uh he worked on that i put out um yeah bro so we kind of just i kind of just get beats i work i make this is how i work i get the whole beat and the whole production before i even record or write anything like that's just how i like to do it so i make the whole beat or just get a beat whatever and then i kind of i kind of write a chorus and i base the whole song off the chorus so that's just it's pretty simple like i made the whole thing in my room either on zoom with elias or just by myself so I don't really like to make live music with other people because I feel I'll get there, but I feel like I'm still kind of insecure as an artist right now because I'm kind of young and I get kind of uncomfortable working with other people sometimes. So I kind of just like, especially because my music is kind of personal to me. So I like to just work in my room by myself and just get it done. So that's how I did it. I just made the whole thing in my room in like the span of a week and then put it out. Dang, I'm impressed that you made it within a span of the week. That's impressive. Bro, because this, this is what happened, bro. I was working on the thing for, like, a whole month, and then I got so, like, in my head about it, and I scrapped, like, the whole thing, and then I made it. And then it was, like, really close to the release date, so I had to drop something, so I made a bunch of new songs really fast. And I ended up really liking all of them, so that I was grateful for that. But, yeah, that's what happened. I had a whole different project that I was about to drop, but I just trashed everything. Do you, do you have a favorite song from this project? Whether making or sounding? Ooh, man. I like the intro a lot, but I also like, mm, I like Better Alone a lot. I like, I like Run. I like Last Time. I like Wrong Things. What's the last one called? Everybody Broken? I like that song. That song's pretty good. You just said everything. I don't know. I, I don't know what my favorite song is. I probably, probably, I think I like Run the best. I don't know why. I just like that song. It's not the most popular or anything, but I like it. I think it's cool. So I don't know. I, what's your favorite? What's your guys' favorite? If you have a favorite, you know, I don't know if you do. Mine is either run or I get lonely sometimes, but I love them all. So. Okay. Okay. Good. I think. I think mine would either have to be run, um, either that or better alone is really good as well. Dude, let's go, Coop. Yo, Coop's on my brainwaves. You know, you got, okay, you guys actually like Run then. I thought I was crazy for yeah. saying Run is my favorite. Oh, run is no, so Run Run was my favorite one when I first listened through, but I Get Lonely sometimes have grown on me a lot more. Like, I liked it when I first listened, but now it's like one of my favorites, if that makes sense. Oh, word. I can't, bro, I'm going to perform that at the Indie Tribe joint, so I'm excited because that's going to go hard. I'm doing a whole rock set. You're going to be there. Uh, I want to I go so bad, but I can't. Oh, it's 13 you, hours you away. You can't go? Bro, it's 13 bro, hours away. Hop on a plane. Bro, <laughs> hold on, hold no on. I, I just there. started. No, no. I just started a new job la this month, so like I can't get time off yet. Well, I, mean, I might be able to, um, but like it would be, it would be hard. Bro, you guys it was don't so even unfortunate. Know who's gonna be there. You don't even know who's gonna be there. You're gonna no. regret this. When, when, when you, when it was announced Henrik and not Clyde, I was like, I hate. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm gonna quit my job. That's not even the best, bro. Just wait, bro. You'll see, dude. You're gonna regret this. I promise you. Um, I, I'm definitely gonna regret it, but oh, yeah. not much I can do. But anyways, so like, uh, kind of like Colt said, uh, kind of switching gears to um, TikTok. Which, judging from your reaction um, when we mentioned it just like slightly earlier, you're pretty passionate about. Um, so, tell us your secret. How the heck did you blow up on TikTok? Like, was it all of a sudden, or was it more gradual? <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you. I actually, I, I was about to say I couldn't tell you, but I actually can tell you because I do know. All right, so let me tell you my back, my TikTok background, bro. So I started uh, senior year of high school, just in the fall. I would post like dumb videos every now and then with my friends, trying to be funny. 
nothing serious just like a bot like your average bot on tiktok you know yeah. just a random kid weirdo um nothing didn't really care about it and then stopped posting for for a while because i kind of deleted the app because i was bored of it it was like whatever uh, i was just a casual fan anyway so then around january of my senior year so 2020 well, what year is this is are we in 2021 is, or 2022 yeah. It's 2021. <laughs> Bro, why did I just actually? Why did I just think we were in 2022, dude? I freaking am so dumb. All right, 20, so January of 2020, boys. Um, I started posting Christian rap videos on TikTok because I don't know if you guys know. I I'm a I'm, I want I used to be a super fan. I'm still a fan. I don't know things are weird now because I'm an artist. But I was a super fan. Like I was pulling up to shows, trying to meet people. Like. I had all the merch, bro. Tribe hoodie, 116, bro, everything. So I was just, that was like all I cared about was like Christian rap. So I would post videos about it. I'll just be like, because I, I had never seen anybody post it on TikTok. So I was like, yo, let me freaking do this. This is cool. And for some reason, it actually worked. Like um, my first video I posted was like Christian rappers that aren't corny. And I had like no big deal. And yeah, I've like, seen that video. My favorite is Paris, whoever. Oh, really? Dude, yeah. that's like an old video. Like, that was, that, I wasn't even really trying to be a TikToker. I was just having fun. And that thing had like, got like 400K, like when I, like the first day I posted, I was like, oh, like what? Like, cause, cause this is the thing, like Christian rap is not really like at the time and even still kind of now, like it was like an untapped market on TikTok cause nobody had really posted about it. So like to all these people that were watching my videos, they weren't Christian rap fans. Like they didn't even know this was like a thing really. So they were like so surprised and like so hype. So it was lit. And I remember I made like a playlist called Holy Drip and it, it had like 15K likes on it and it was lit. I ended up having to get rid of that playlist because I was broke, so I sold it. But anyway, that was a fun time in my life because I, all I did was post videos about Christian rap and promote my playlist. And that's all I did for like two months. But nothing serious, nothing crazy. Um, and then we roll up to quarantine, man. And I was so bored in quarantine. I didn't know what to do with my life. So I was like, boo, frick it. Like, I'm going to... I'm already posting Christian rap videos. Let me let me post some some like Christian videos in general, just like trying to share the gospel. And at the time, like it was really lit because the way TikTok worked was no matter what your video was about, Christian or not, like it would just go on the for you page and like everybody would see it. So I had all these like non Christians seeing my videos, so it was hype because like dude, this is exactly what I want. It doesn't really work like that anymore, unfortunately. But back then it is how it worked. So it was lit and then shortly in the quarantine after posting some videos i gained a little traction i had like 20k followers i was hype i was lit this is my first time ever getting followers so i was i was, I was hype i was like let's go this is lit i was excited and shortly into that i discovered there's like an actual community i thought i was the only one on the app posting christian videos i thought i was so freaking like i thought i was a pioneer but i thought i was so cool but then i realized there's like a whole community so i realized there was a whole community so i started linking up with all these people and making so many friends like quarantine was such a fun time because of that because of you know just kind of sitting there grinding out videos spreading the gospel seeing amazing growth and making so many amazing friends like i've made so many some of my best friends from christian tiktok and, and that community and so it was a really fun time and i'll give you my secret now i kind of just rambled a little bit so the reason i was able to pop off on tiktok is because i found a niche bro like and at the time the niche was popping like if you guys don't know, like, if you weren't on Christian TikTok during quarantine, you wouldn't know. But that was like, it was popping, bro. Like, this, this, this community just boomed. Like, and there was all these, everybody was, all their videos were popping off, and like, the community, everybody knew each other in the community, and 
thousands of kids were kind of becoming Christians for the first time. And like actually from these videos, it was crazy. And so this community was popping. So I found that niche at, I mean, I didn't intentionally do it. So I just got blessed, but I found a niche at the time it was popping. And so it, it, it's what made me skyrocket. It wasn't anything I really did. It was kind of just love, I guess, or blessing, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's how I did it, bro. But I didn't do it. I don't know what to say. I don't know if I should say I didn't do it. God did it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what to say. God did it. Just let's say that. <laughs> yeah, I get it. No, so kind of a cool story about um, like you and TikTok is a few months ago, this would have been like, I think like when your newest song was Stuck. So whenever that was. Um, okay, okay. I was listening I was to Stuck while work. Okay, cool. So I was working. St- it must have been January. But anyways, um, so I was working. I was listening to Stuck um, while working. And my now, well, my then too, my sister-in-law was in the other room and she was like, hey, is this that TikTok guy? And I was like, yeah. yeah <laughs> it was like, hey, you know him. Yeah, anyways, that's kind Let's of a, go. it's a fun story. Like she doesn't like listen to Christian rap much or anything. So it was just like, I was like, mm. oh, that's dope. Um, so you kind of, you touched base on this a little bit, um, but do you see your TikTok as a place to promote your music or its own separate like entity? Hmm. Definitely both, man. So um, it started out, I had no intentions of ever making music again when I started growing on TikTok. So if, that's not how I, that's not why I made it. I never thought I was gonna make music again. But after I realized kind of like I have this following, I feel like I'm not that trash at music anymore. Then it kind of was like, it, it was more of like a like a blessing thing where I was like, okay, well, I have the privilege now to be able to actually promote this. Like, I'm not just going to have to be a rando promoting myself out of nowhere. Like, I'll actually have an opportunity to get my music in front of people. So, yeah, now it, it's definitely, I do use it for more music all the time. That's definitely an amazing tool. Like, I, I'm so blessed to have that. Um, but the majority of my videos are, are just kind of whatever. Honestly, man, I haven't posted on TikTok in a minute. Like, I've kind of been lacking I've kind of been lacking motivation a little bit. I need to get on that. Thanks for, thanks guys. Now I'm going to post tomorrow. Well, I got again. you. Let's do it. That, this is that. awesome. So what's the hardest part about getting like TikTok followers from TikTok onto your Spotify or whatever they use? What would you say? Uh, the hardest part is that it's not possible. It's freaking annoying. The hardest part is it doesn't happen. That's the hardest part. <laughs> it's so freaking annoying, man. But it's it's just how it is, dude. That's what TikTok is known for. Is like it's so freaking hard. It's so annoying because a lot of people that follow you on TikTok aren't like really hardcore fans either. They're kind of just like casual, like oh, I liked this one video. I'll follow him. Probably won't ever see another one of his videos again. To be honest, like that's just how the freaking algorithm works. It's so annoying. So yeah, I have like 500k on there. Um, I have like 26k on 25 26 on Instagram like that's really low that's still like such a blessing 26k on Instagram is not bad like that's nothing to like be like oh that sucks like that's that's great but like compared to you know the conversion rate is booty cheeks so and then and then like even and then on Spotify I have 50k monthly which is again wow such a blessing I can't believe it but then that's what 50 times 10 so that's one tenth of my my freaking TikTok. Um, so it's, it's, I don't really, I, I don't, I haven't figured out how to do it. Nobody else, like Nick D, you, you know, he's popping, bro. This dude is lit. The reason he's able to pop off is because he just went viral, viral. Like, I don't go viral, viral. He go, he went viral, viral. Like, 
that's how he was able to do what he did because his song just popped off in general. It's so much harder for me because, like, Nick D obviously is in the CHH space and he's an amazing Christian, but he doesn't make a, a lot of his music. For example, Pineapple is just kind of, it's not about Christ. So, obviously, obviously, like, more people are going to like it. So, it's easier. I feel, I don't want to discredit him. I feel like this is how it's going to sound. But Nick D's an amazing artist. Love his music. Such a cool guy. His song, Pineapple, is fire. But since it's more of a mainstream sounding song, it's easier to, you know, blow up. Like, as me in the Christian space, obviously I have a cap because if you're not a Christian, chances are you're probably not going to listen to it like that. So it's just, here's a, here's a micro example. This is, this is actually great, guys. All right, micro example. So Real Love had a trend in the Christian TikTok community. It had a trend. It had, like, 3,000 videos. So it, that's what, where it has, like, 500K streams. So that's, like micro compared to nick d who who had a trend on mainstream tiktok like you see the comparison like eight mil streams to 500k both went viral in their niche but just one niche is way bigger than than wait so is pineapple at eight million already dude, it's <laughs> last time like, i checked it was at like four million it just dude, keeps let me, going let me, let, me let me peep real quick yeah it's at eight million i remember that dude is a <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. No, but I, I, I agree. Like, you kind of have, like, a different cap because, like, you know, we saw with NF, too, in the sense that, like, um, you know, he's Christian. He kind of comes from CHH, but, like, it's not necessarily where, like, a lot of his music is, like, super, like, Christ. I mean, it's Christ-centered, but not, like, yeah, I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's fine. Like, people know what we're saying. Like, it's not a diss to say you don't make great yeah. music. Like, they know they're not. It's, it's right. nothing wrong with that either. Like, it's not bad. Like, your music's not... Nah, it's Christian to love your wife, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, like it's not like it's sinful music. It's it's just not directly saying Jesus is the gospel. It's right. just, but it still promotes amazing values. So it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's great. Yeah. It's beautiful. So how do you see TikTok affecting, whether it be positively or negatively, CHH as a whole? Um, I could it could be positive. I mean. We see a lot of bulls coming up through it right now. A few bulls. My boy Caleb, my boy Bats, Nick, myself. Like, four pretty cool guys, if I say so myself, you know, coming from TikTok that you probably wouldn't have ever heard of if it wasn't for TikTok. I mean, Nick D you would have heard of, but me, Caleb, and Bats, you wouldn't have heard of us if it wasn't for TikTok. So it's it's definitely a great tool. I don't know as a whole how much it's going to affect CHH because – I got to give these guys some pointers, man, because I see all these, like, your favorite CHH artists trying to make TikToks, man, and, bro, they don't know what they're doing, man. I got to I gotta talk to them, man, because as a whole, CHH and most people in general kind of just don't know how to market themselves on TikTok, so I feel like most artists aren't really taking advantage of TikTok as much as they could. So, like, until we start to learn how to really push ourselves on that app, I don't know how much it's really going to affect us. But it has... Obviously, there's some awesome people coming out of TikTok, so I think TikTok positive, man. It's a positive. Any new platform that can give people a chance to get themselves out there is a positive in my eyes. I love it. And speaking of TikTok, we made a TikTok recently, so follow it. Not talking to you bro, specifically, you, but to the Yo, viewers. <laughs> but me, I'll, oh. I'll hit you back, bro. Oh, all right. <laughs> but anyway, so moving on a little bit away from TikTok. Um, and kind of going off what Cooper just said is like, how do you see you affecting CHH? How do I see myself affecting CHH? I don't freaking know, man. Hopefully I can, hopefully I can bring a new kind of style and start 
I, there's a few of us kind of kind of bringing a new wave in here, man. Like I don't think it's necessarily me, but a lot of a lot of these young guys really kind of bring in a new style, kind of kind of shifting away from the old CHH style, which is not bad. There's still people who do it and kill it and are amazing. And I love them. Uh, but there's also this kind of new wave that Caleb, Bats, Holvey, Geo. Uh, who else does that sound, man? I feel I always feel like I'm gonna forget someone and then I'll feel bad. So many people, too many to name. All right, let's just put it that way. Too many to name. So yeah, it's, I hopefully that's what I want to bring to the table is kind of a new sound and a new perspective. And what else? I feel like I have the potential to bring in a new new group of fans to CHH because all of my fans aren't really CHH fans for the most part. Nobody in CHH kind of really knows who I am. Most of my fans are just kind of people from TikTok who didn't know Christian rap was their thing and found my music and they rock with it and they still don't even really know CHH is a thing. They just think I'm a thing. Like if you, it's crazy. If you look at my DMs and comments and, and stuff, nobody, these kids don't know what Christian rap is. So hopefully, hopefully I can kind of, and along with other people, kind of bring in a new wave of fans and continue to expand this community and expand the genre so that more people can eat because the more fans we got in the genre and community the more people can eat man that's the goal all the brothers got to eat so we we got to expand we got it yeah i i do i i love yeah like you guys you and a few other people are like you know the more sounds in chh the better even if it's not like sounds like we specifically rock with always like the more yeah. fans you can bring in oh, the better um but yeah so you're assigned to next move and we had coop on uh was it last month it was like last month i think um yeah so like we kind of talked to him about this but i'm curious to know your thoughts like where do you see next move taking chh what do i see us taking chh yeah oh man i mean i kind of see our little gang chris coop and me and you know maybe some other people who knows not as of now. I'm not hinting at anything. I, there's nobody new right now. <laughs> but <laughs> potentially in the future, we could get some new bulls. I think kind of just we're trying to carve our own path, man. Like we kind of just want to kind of do our own thing and not really like we don't want to be clones like CHH clones. We want all of us have a distinct style. Like wait till you hear Chris's project tonight, man. That thing is I'm different, so excited. man. I haven't, I haven't really heard any projects like his and it's so fire and I'm excited for that. Coop can make any type of music, man. He's got some pop stuff in the vault. He got some. He got all types of music in the vault that you. That's different. Same with Chris, man. Like he's got some. Even him, he's got some rock stuff that he's in the vault. Like we all. All of us are pretty versatile. Like we can all. I mean, I'm not that versatile. I make like one kind of music. They are versatile, but I'm still kind of different though. For in my own in my own way. <laughs> but we all kind of make different music, and I feel like we're not clones, man. So I feel like next move is kind of going to bring this uniqueness and also like as we each all of us continue to grow i don't know i don't really know what we're going to do we're just trying to do our thing i don't want to i don't i don't want to speak some random crap that i don't really even know what i'm talking about yeah i think we're just going to do our own thing and bring some unique flavor to the scene and hopefully you know bring unity that's the goal like hobie's doing it too like there's a lot of us that are kind of trying to bring unity like all of us we kind of are just trying to like we're we don't like that that thinking where it's like all about us trying to eat and we think we're so cool like nah bro we're, we're about the community and actually you know trying to grow as a whole so hopefully next move can bring some unity and some uniqueness the two youth unity two uniqueness youth. and 
Oh yeah, that's it. I don't got another. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> no, I yeah, I love that. I can totally see it with you, like with like next move, Holvi, and like just kind of this ne like new wave of CHH is like super like unified compared to like the past. Yeah, and it's oh, really man, dope to see. Also, Indie Tribe Two has been doing it. They've been they've been they've been shouting out a lot of people, showing love. I feel like I'm gonna Facts. forget people, man. Like I always feel I'm forgetting people. There's, there's, I mean, anyway, a lot of people are doing it now. Like it's lit. No, there's a lot of people showing love, so it's fire. Yeah, and I'm super excited about that. And yeah, I agree. You guys like next move is like three very distinct, unique artists, and it's super dope to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, so what are your like rest of? I mean, what you can say? Like, what what do you got planned for the rest of 2021? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you talk to Mowgli about a new project soon? Or is it just the same? Yeah, man. I'll talk about whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I'm dropping <laughs> a. Uh... Man, bro, I'm probably gonna get yelled at by my. By my <laughs> I don't care. Whatever, man. I love them. They love me. We making moves. All right. Um, uh, I got a project I'm working on. Um, uh, that's gonna drop like the day I'm at Indie Drive Fest. So I'm probably gonna be performing some new crap from that when I'm there. It's gonna be so fun. So yeah, that's gonna be like a little EP though, because I'm not dropping an album yet. It's not the time for that. I'll drop a little EP. Uh, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be fire. It's gonna be. I don't know what it's gonna be yet because I got a lot of songs. I'm trying to decide what I want to put on it because mm. I don't know if I want to go. Can, I got some like I, I got some like straight up pop punk songs. They're not even like rap. It's like full like I sound like I'm Blink One Eight Two, bro. It's kind of cool. Hey, and then I got awesome. some more punk trap. I got some more melodic juice. Like I got all kinds of stuff, and I got some cool features that um got probably not gonna be on a project, but I got some cool features that I'm excited for. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to kind of figure out what I want this project to be. Gonna put that out, and then after that, I got some stuff with the gang. I can't really talk about. I probably can. Don't really care. Whatever. Not gonna talk about it because I don't. I don't want to make that other kids mad. Um, and then hopefully, just do my thing, drop singles, and then 2022 spring, hopefully drop my debut album. If we're there, if if, if I feel like that's time, I'm obviously gonna be working on that. Um, for a while it's not, my album's not going to be a thing where I'm just putting it together in a week it's going to be I'm going to work on that for a long time it's going to be cool so basically I'm just kind of trying to drop stuff small stuff until I feel like it's time to drop an album so that's kind of where I'm at just doing whatever that's dope man I'm really excited for the, like what you got for the rest of the year I'm excited for this next project for the features I have a I have a few guesses but um <laughs> and a, then yeah, no take a guess take a guess i i i think i mean i mean you can't say nothing but i really think you're gonna have holby on a track and it's gonna be big because you guys are sound really good together <laughs> that's a pretty good statement yeah i like that statement <laughs> that statement <laughs> anyways that'd be my i mean that'd be my number one guess but um yeah, I'm excited to see you grow, like, because, like, you've been blowing up a lot, too. I mean, like, 55,000, however many monthly listeners you got, that's, like, real big. That's crazy. Can't wait to see where you're at next year. I'll be listening for sure. And we just got two more questions before we go. First one, if you were the interviewer and, like, you were in our shoes, like, what would you have asked that we did not ask? Woo! I don't know. Do I have to answer these questions that I'm I'm saying you should ask? Yeah, bro, you got to answer them. Oh, frick. I don't want to ask a question that makes me sound narcissistic. All right, now I got <laughs> to think of, like, a cool question now. Frick, man. That's a freaking good an question answer, right there. I do, yeah. Cole, or Coop. Frick. Send it. Mom. I'm just playing with you. Um, I would say who 
are some. Oh no, I don't got an answer for you. Yeah, I do. Who are some dudes that you are? What are some of the coolest moments so far in your career? That's a good question right there. There. You what have been some of the coolest moments in your career, starting out as an artist? Let me answer. My own question. All right. <laughs> some of the coolest moments. So probably, it's just cool, man. Like I said earlier, like I was a, I was a super CHH fan, man. So just kind of being able to talk to some of these dudes and them actually saying that they're fans of me is super weird. But it's like, bro, I don't know if I want to say something. So I don't want to get embarrassed. I'm going to say, I don't think no big deal watches this crap. Uh, maybe he does. Uh, I hope he doesn't watch this video. The first time, bro, that he... I hope he does, man. I'm not going to be honest. <laughs> the first time he FaceTimed me, bro, I was scared, bro, because I was a fan. I was a big fan of him. So I was I was like, when he FaceTimed me, bro, I was really sitting in my phone. He's like, bro, I'm about to call you in five minutes. So I was sitting at my desk with my phone just waiting. And then and then he took like he took like 20 minutes to call me. So I was just sitting there. I thought I was, so I was all scared. And he called me. It's been like cool... It's been cool getting to talk to these people that just literally less than a year ago I was fanboying over. And it's also been funny, dude. Like, I have to go, I had to go through all these my DMs with all the big artists and understand them all because I used to send like the most embarrassing DMs when I was like a fan. Like, I would like be hitting up these fools, like freaking, I don't even know, whoever you want to think of, anybody you can name. I, I DM'd them all. I was like, dude, let me get a feature, bro. Like, dude, yo, dude, let me, like, let me get a feature, let bro. Let me get on the album. <laughs> Like I was a moron. I thought that it would work. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people do that. That's why. That's why when people that like random kids DM me and they're like, "Let me get a feature," I don't bully them because I'm like, "I used to do that too." Like, I, for some reason, when you're a fan, you really think that it's gonna work. I don't know what it is, especially in CHH because the artists aren't like that big. Like, you're like, "Oh, did I have a chance?" But no, nah, you don't have a chance, bro. If you, if you're buns and I don't know who you are, bro, you don't got a chance. If you're buns, you're buns. You know what I'm saying? But buns, you're buns. anyway. <laughs> Hey, not, that's not the kind of cocky. I was not trying to sound cocky. Uh, yeah, it's been cool getting to meet a lot of my people that I was fanboying over and people I used to look up to. I still look up to. Uh, other cool moments. There have been no other cool moments in my career. That's it. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, dude, doing my first show was sweet, dude, because that was the first time I ever performed like my original music and hearing people sing my lyrics and the crowd was crazy to me, man. That thing was surreal. It was so cool. I bet you the first time I perform into in front of like a big, big crowd, and they're singing my crowd, I'll probably cry, man. That crowd will. That will. It's crazy. Like imagine like a crowd of like, I would never get this many fans at a show, but like imagine like a thousand people singing "Real Love," bro, while I'm on stage. I would cry, bro. I would really cry. That'd be sick. Um, but yeah, my first show was cool. Getting asked to do the Holy Smoke was probably the coolest thing so far. Like last year. I would have been a fanboy flying out to the show, literally trying to meet everybody. And now a year later, I'm getting asked to perform at it. Like that's just ridiculous to me. I don't understand how that's happening. Um, and also, man, just seeing people reach out to me and, and telling telling me that my music actually means something to them, man. Like in high school, my music was so stupid. It, it impacted actually zero people. Like I promise you, nobody had was ever impacted by a single redhead rap song throughout my high school soundcloud career that was my soundcloud name I hey. um, <laughs> so people reaching out to me and actually saying like bro this actually like helps me through depression anxiety like i didn't kill myself because of this like that i don't i don't know if i can believe people saying that that's crazy to me man like I, I, people who say that stuff to me is 
it means a lot, man. And if it wasn't for people like that, I don't know if I would still be doing this, bro, because it's tough as an artist sometimes. But that stuff really, like, lets me know that God's actually doing something with me, and it's not in vain. Like, I'm not just doing this for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So that stuff mm-hmm. means a lot to me. And that's all. I feel like I just brought the mood down with my – oh, man, what am I doing? Ah, uh, yeah, I don't got any more questions I would ask myself no. about you guys. That's it. I, I love that, like, you know, like, you can just, like, see the impact you're having on people already. That's super dope. And I totally feel you on, like, the, the nervousness thing. I mean, like, every time I do an, like, interview, like, I mean, like, 10 minutes ago, I mean, 10 minutes before I started this, like, call, I was, like, butterflies and everything, bro. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, before I do anything with any artist, so, like, you know, I like to like, talk to some of these artists I used to listen to all the time. I mean, I guess I still listen. You know what I mean? But, like, it's just crazy. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't even talk to that many. Um, so... We got one last question for you, and Cooper is going to deliver it. Hit me, Cooper. Uh, my name is actually Cindy. Uh, you know. <laughs> my name... Oh, my fault, bro. Hey, I forgot, bro. It's Pride Month, man. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. Um, so we like to like here at CTHK, um, we like to ask a not necessarily silly, but like just more lighthearted question um, at the end of every interview. Um, so we always uh, come with a, up with it, um, and today's is what part of a kid's movie completely scarred you as a kid? Of a kid's movie? Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. That's tough stuff. Bro, um, dude, that freaking bull in um, Polar Express, man, that creepy bull, man. The freaking, you see, you guys seen Polar Express? Bro, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Bull, what? Neither of you guys have seen Polar Express. No, I've seen it. I've seen it. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, though. Like, it's been so long. I hardly remember it. Maybe I got to think of a different example, then, because you want It's not funny. It's not funny now. Now it's kind of just, what is this kid talking about? Yo, Frick. Oh, dude. I can't think of any more. It's got to be Polar Express, dude. There's this dude in Polar Express that is just creepy, man. And he's just kind of like, he's like this old, like, hobo guy that, like, rides on the top of the train. And, like, he, like the girls like go out onto the top of the train he starts like he's like he, his face gets all like creepy looking he like starts yelling at the little kids he's like ah like it's freaky man and i remember watching that bro i was freaking peeing my pants man it <laughs> wacko and dude freaking kids movies man oh dude i've seen so many i'm trying to think that's probably it bro i can't think of one off the dome but yeah bro that stuff was creepy man freak polar express man was there any movies that you watched as a kid that like made you scared for like a month, whether it's kids' movies or not, or like scarred you? Bro, no cap as a kid, bro. My parents didn't even let me watch anything, so I don't even mm. like now. Nah, they let me watch stuff, but like nothing crazy. Like I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies until I was in high school. Like it was that like that vibe. So like, not really. I remember, yeah, bro, not really. I don't think a movie has ever done anything crazy to me like that. I think it was. I remember as a kid though. You guys remember? Uh, that bloody mary crap like in the mirror like you would go in the bathroom Dude, right i know you're talking that about that stuff kind of still scares me sometimes bro like i'll Rex. be scared to go in the dark in the bathroom like i used to think i was gonna die bro like it was bad that stuff used to get me bro like that dumb little oh man freak bloody mary bro they'd be like say bloody bro. mary three times like bro no i'm not doing that i don't okay it's a funny story about bloody mary cooper i don't know if you remember this you might have been too young so cooper and i are brothers so my sister tells me bloody mary i'm like really young at this point so for the next like two months i am scared to go to the bathroom alone so i took cooper with me every oh, single time i was like cooper i can't go alone bro i'm gonna die she's gonna get me you're probably like two years old three years i was he was he was like way too young to remember but 
And I would leave the door open and everything. I was like, no way, I'm getting locked in. <laughs> That's freaking yeah. funny, man. That's exactly how it was, bro. Like, that was so dumb. I don't know who made that thing up. Whoever made that thing up, freak them, bro. They yeah, freaking suck. Thanks. Did you get, when you were a kid, were you scared of Slender Man too? <laughs> yes, bro. Yo, yo, bro, because I started playing that joint in middle school. They had the game, and we would play that thing mm. in school. Yeah. And I was scared of that thing. I remember watching um, on YouTube, it was like four true Slender Man stories. Right? Will, dude, I was like, dude, this crap is creepy. Dude, stuff was, and they had like, remember they had those pictures of Slenderman where it looked like it was like a real picture, and it was like they would put Slenderman in the back, and it was like a whole yeah. picture. They had a right. bunch of those, of, like of, like little over. kids on the playground, and then Slenderman in the back somewhere. Dude, that, was, that stuff got me, man. I used to Same. be terrified of that. <laughs> I'm glad we can relate on that. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, thank you again so much for coming on. Be sure to check out Henrik on Spotify, on his um on his TikTok and his socials. And yeah, leave a comment, your favorite song by Henry. Until next time.